Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Miss Independence Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here today, and I'm excited to share today's topic. Uh, today's going to be a solo episode, um, but uh, as you guys know, September is the National Hydrocephalus Awareness Month, and in keeping with that, I was going through my Instagram, and actually, actually it was a Facebook post. Uh, I was going through my Facebook post and found a memory of a post I did a couple years ago. And I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, and the post was about seven things that chronic illness has taught me. And so I think that today I'm going to share those uh, couple things. And uh, again, this was like from a few years ago. So I might have a few new ideas um, and then uh, a few more thoughts about it. But anyway, that's what we're going to do today. Um, just a few housekeeping announcements. If you have not yet uh, gone on like our Facebook page or our Instagram, um, I would encourage you to do so for you guys to get announcements throughout the week. Also, if you're not subscribed to this podcast, please go and do so. So that allows you to be updated on when any new episodes come out and uh, really just helps with the overall podcast. So uh, please go and do that at the Miss Independence Podcast. It's available on all platforms. If you're listening right now, it means you have access. So uh, just go and hit the follow button for me. Um, I really appreciate it. Okay, without further ado, let's get into this episode. Do you ever feel like you're unseen or unheard because of your disability? Do you feel isolated and unsupported? Welcome to the Miss Independence Podcast. From questions about chronic illness to doctor's appointments, dating, advocating for yourself, this podcast should provide information about the odds and ends of life for someone with a disability or chronic illness. We will talk about many different topics that I hope you can use as a resource to make your life better. I will share personal stories as well as having guests and experts come and share their own experience and expertise. I am hoping that there can be unfiltered conversations and assumptions that are debunked so that people who do not live this life can be informed about what life with a disability is like. I am really looking forward to interacting with you and hearing your experience. Thank you for listening. Anyway, so today, again, we're going to be talking about the life lessons that having a chronic illness has taught me. Um, But yeah, basically, I was on Facebook this morning and found this post from a few years ago that I did. Because I've, um, over the years, I've always done advocacy isn't the right word. Awareness, that's the word I was looking for. Awareness um, about, uh, in September, about hydrocephalus and what that means. And I usually did like, oh, this is a fact about hydrocephalus, or this is how it's affected me, and whatever. Um, but for this post, again, I talked about uh, the le- the life lessons I've learned. So I was just going to share them with you. Um, and I would be, I think if you guys want to know more about the Hydrocephalus Association, I can definitely link that in the episode bio. Um, but yeah, there's... Uh, um, and then if you're like, oh, I don't have hydrocephalus, but I have another chronic illness and I'm wondering if there's uh, awareness work for there or an organization that kind of connects people, um, I would go and encourage you to look that up. I feel like having informational support, like we have talked about in past episodes about different types of support, but having that informational support and having a network support uh, about... Um, being able to connect with others and receive information about your diagnosis and maybe the life lessons of other people can really be beneficial. 
So I would encourage you, I guess, if I'm going to give you homework this week, to go and look at, at your um, a national organization that kind of um, deals with your disability, or if you um, don't have a disability, whoever you're listening for, your loved one's uh, disability, it really can help have a whole holistic understanding of what's going on, and it allows you to connect with others. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox now, but... um. So the first one I have is having a chronic illness can affect all areas of life. And boy, is that not, is that not the case, right? Um, I don't think I have to tell you guys that having a chronic illness can affect every single area of your life, whether it be financially or your career or your relationships or your mental health. And I think that that is something that we can all relate to, um, even if the way in which it looks different, quote unquote, is uh, unique for all of us. I do think that we can all relate to having uh, impact on all areas of our lives. And actually, as I'm sitting here thinking, I kind of want to do an uh, episode just on that. Like, what is it? How do I show up in all seven areas of my life for having a disability? And I'm actually going to go make a note of that. Um, oh, uh, anyway, I'm going to go make a note of that. And so I'm going to do that right now. Having, how does having a disability affect, crap, affect how I show up in each area of my life? And honestly, if you guys want to hear that as a series, um, I'm just like sitting here thinking, if you guys want to hear that as a series, I'll put up a poll. And um, we can either do like an episode de dedicated to each area of life, and maybe I can bring on some guest episodes and um, what have you, like maybe for the physical episode, I could talk about fitness and health, um, or we can just do one episode um, to do that. So if you want to um, give me some input, that would be awesome. But yeah, basically, it affects all areas of our life, right? And I think that... Um, it's really important to know that, that it's going to spill over to every single area of your life. And with that being said, there are going to be more areas of your life that are more affected, right? Like it doesn't have to be equal across the board. It can be like, oh, it shows up more in my physical area or my um, emotional area, you know, or like maybe in the career. So it, while it does show up in each area of your lives, I think it's important to know that it's going to, each area of our life is going to have a unique relationship with the disability or chronic illness. Uh, the second one I have here says, it can be really hard to relate to people. And um, excuse me, I'm gonna sneeze. Um, sorry, I thought I was gonna sneeze. Um, I looked up at the light. Uh, but anyway, um, it can be really hard to relate to people. I think that, you know, even though people with hydrocephalus are one in a million, um, I do think that having a chronic illness or disability makes it really hard for other people to understand your journey. And I think that it's really important to, that's why I think in, um, network support is really important and esteem support uh, is really important to be able to connect with others and learn from their experiences. So that way you don't feel as alone and that way you can feel more understood. Because as much as our people love us, uh, or the people in our lives care about us and love us, whatever, they can't really understand what we're going through. So um, 
Uh, like I said, you know, and I kind of like mentioned in this post that, you know, I am one of five siblings and then I have two stepbrothers and two stepsisters on each side. But I don't, you know, I had a very different upbringing than the rest of them and for many different reasons. But uh, I think that, you know, there are just things that are different that they can't really relate to. So it can, you know, create even within your own family, create some isolation. And so I think that that's important to recognize and grieve and um kind of just accept, right? So I think that that's really important to talk about. Um, but that is, again, why it's so important to have esteem and um, network support. So I guess if you guys did, I guess as I'm sitting here thinking, I should probably explain what um, informational support and esteem support really are. So basically in season one, um, in my health communication class, we had talked about different types of support. So this support... It's kind of defined as um, anything that allows you, um, here, I'm actually going to look up the direct definition. Uh, definition. Um, yeah, so basically, you know, giving support to someone is just providing assistance. And there are many different forms in which that can come in. So there are five different types. There is um, informational, esteem, emotional, uh, instrumental and tangible or instrumental. Sorry. Yeah. I think I said all those right. Um, and so basically it's, uh, just about how the support is going to come to you and many different people provide many different types of support in our life. Um, but I think that, and I kind of got off the rails there a little bit, but, um, I think again, having, that type of network support. Oh, that was the other one. Network support. So network support would be like people sharing the same experiences you have and having that national network to go for information or esteem support uh, for people who understand what you're going through. So sorry, that was a huge long rabbit hole. Um, I do have a whole entire series about support. So go check out season one. It has a bunch of different episodes. Um, and yeah. Um, it definitely goes a little bit more in depth about what exactly support is. Um, but I would encourage you to go listen to that episode. It was definitely one of my favorite topics to uh, talk about. Not everyone will understand or appreciate your journey. And that kind of goes hand in hand with our last one that we had talked about. Um, not everyone's going to understand you, right? Not, you know, people can only understand you at the level they understand themselves. And so I think it's really important to not take that personally if somebody doesn't want to take that time to get to know you, um, you know, and not everyone's going to be able to stand in your shoes, right? So I think that that's really important too to understand is that while we want people under to understand our journeys and we should definitely advocate and be aligned for ourselves to want to be around people who kind of stimulate that or provide that kind of nourishment, um, it's not always going to be... Uh, possible for all types of relationships. I think that that is really important to validate and accept. Um, you know, like I said, you know, I've talked about like not everyone in my own family, you know, understands my disability. Um, like they all know I have one, right? But like it's not necessarily like talked about all the time. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you have to be able to be true to yourself and be, um, look out for you and do the best that you can. And the people who are meant to be, I feel like the people who are meant to be on your journey will kind of try to at least understand you. And I think that people 
um, you know, who don't necessarily want to understand you are, there's not really anything you can do. Um, I did say in here that I wish I could give a few people a 24, 24 hour pass to having my disability. But, um, anyway, um, character, uh, number four is your character building skills is going to become very vital in this journey. Um, your character skills and your definite soft skills. Um, so basically what a soft skill and a hard skill are, or when we're talking about employment, and this can go beyond employment too, but basically when we're talking about, um, job requirements and job skills, there are hard skills and there are soft skills. Your hard skills are going to be stuff like uh, lifting equipment or, um, let's see, what are some other hard skills? Uh, baking a cake would be a hard skill uh, because it's like a physical kind of that tangible support that we talked about. Um, another example is marketing. That's a hard skill. Um, critical thinking is a hard skill. So they're kind of like all physical or like mental Um Soft skills would be more uh, personable and more, so I think of hard skills as something that like, are like the job related to job focused. And I feel like soft skills, you either have them or you don't. Um, and not to say you can't learn them, but you either have, you know, there's stuff like communication or courage or uh, work ethic. That's a big one. Um, you know, being able to work as a team, um, having good uh, customer service rapport. All those are um, unique soft skills. But anyway, back from, so hard skills versus soft skills. But also, you know, a lot of those soft skills are character building skills. And so I think that when you have a disability or chronic illness, you have um, an opportunity to gain a lot of hard skills, or sorry, soft skills. Uh, in my case, not so many hard skills. I'm just going to be honest. Um, but that's a different story for a different day. But and a lot of soft skills. So I feel like for me, like a lot of resilience and my work ethic and my ability to have a positive attitude, I feel like are all things that I have learned. Um, I feel like we all know how to overcome adversity. Uh, and that can be true for a lot of people, but especially when you're dealing with the chronic illness, I think that that's really important to utilize and kind of be aware of. Um, what other hard skill or what other character building skills? Um, I did say in this post, I said, I don't have much going for me in these hard skill departments, sports, driving, heavy lifting, etc. Uh, but, you know, in my family, they had always been constantly reminding me that I have a lot more unique talents and soft skills than most people will ever have. And that can set, you know, that sets us apart, right? So not yet. You could probably find like a billion people. Well, maybe not a billion, but you could probably find... Um, you're a lot of people who can do a forklift or do, um, you know, strategize a marketing session, but you're not going to find a lot of people who have the ability to persevere through hard times because not everyone faces adversity, or at least not in um, a hard way. But um, I do think that my experience has allowed me to show up in a unique way and be the person that I am today. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I think that that really helps um, to be able to recognize that I have unique talents and you do too. And even though, you know, we all have a disability or chronic illness, we're not all going to have the same talents. I'm sure there are a lot more people who are 
a lot more consistent than I am, um, who have a disability or chronic illness. And that's definitely something I'm working towards. But um, I uh, definitely think that when you're walking this journey, that you have an opportunity to have a bunch of um, character building experiences, right? So I, and honestly, I would kind of um, encourage you to look at that. Like what, you know, if you're ever having a day where you're like, oh my God, like I don't, I can't do these skills or I don't have the skills that other people have. I want you to kind of sit, I want you to sit down on a piece of paper and write out the skills that you do have and how they have helped you overcome the adversity in your life. How, um, how has, you know, how has my optimism helped me overcome adversity or, um, you know, I definitely wouldn't have gotten through college if I wasn't my determined self. So I think that we need to look at our character traits and how they serve us and recognize that they do have a place in our life and we can always work to improve them. So that would be my thoughts for number four. Uh, number five says, sometimes just wearing a smile is your biggest accomplishment of the day. And, um, you know, whether dealing with a disability or chronic illness or mental health, I think that that rings so true um, still today. I think that being able to have um, a good positive attitude and show up uh, no matter what's going on in your life, is going to be a very vital skill and something that people are going to admire. And again, that's not to say that you should only do it for other people, but in terms of, you know, even for yourself, like it's just going to create such a better day for you if you, you know, just kind of um, smile, you know, and have, you know, a po- try to ha- try to have a positive attitude no matter what you are going through. Um, I think that, you know, um, it's really important. Um, you know, you have to fake, sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. And I think having gratitude towards our trials can have, uh, it could sound weird, but it really can lighten our troubles. Because, you know, if you're constantly looking at the um, bad stuff, it really is going to kind of dictate how you see your see this path, right? Uh, but if you choose to look at it through um, a positive lens and what, like how you can learn and grow and um, how it has benefited you or gave you certain opportunities, like I definitely would not have a podcast right now. Um, and I definitely think... Um, yeah, I would not have a podcast right now if I had a disability. Um, I mean, maybe a true crime podcast, but it definitely wouldn't be this podcast. So I think that, you know, recognizing that there are some good things that have come from having a disability um, are really going to be important. Um, so so um, number six is your story unfolds in a unique way. And you have a unique purpose. And I think that that is so true. I think, again, we all have our own purpose throughout this journey. And we have our own gifts, our own strengths, our own experiences. And I think that it um, helps be able to kind of push you through those hard times or give you hope uh, to be able to go through those hard days when you feel like there's like a much bigger plan. And whether you believe in God or higher power, or you believe just in your spiritual journey, I feel like that's something that we can all find some piece of that, that we can relate to. Um, I think that, um, I, I definitely know that my story is unique. I know that I have like this weird, you know, situation where I have a disability or chronic illness, but it may, I may present to, um, present to others that I'm like quote unquote normal um 
uh, yeah, I was at my, uh, well, I won't say, well, I'm not going to say who it was, obviously, but I was, you know, at an appointment yesterday and they, um, the provider was like, I did not know you had a disability. Uh, it was just, yeah, it was just kind of funny. I was like, oh yeah, I know. I, I was like, mm, that's awkward. But anyway, um, but yeah, she like didn't know that I was born with like all this, like, um, chronic illness stuff. So it was just kind of surprising. And actually I have another story about that too. Um, when I, so we went to, I have scoliosis and it is not as developed or as severe as it was when I was a kid. Um, but I had to go back and forth to Shriners every once in a while, uh, like a couple times a year. And one of the times that we had showed up, um, it was my, uh, yeah, what, blah, 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 blah. I cannot think. Anyway, one of the times we had showed up, uh, then we go in and I think it was the nurse. It wasn't the doctor, but the nurse comes in and she was like, I was expecting to meet a completely different person, you know, cause based off my medical history, you're going to see a bunch of surgeries, a bunch of OT, a bunch of CAT scans, a bunch of MRIs. But then I like, she uh, like literally walked in. She's like, yeah, I was expecting to see a much different person. And so I think that, you know, we back to my point about being able to see the good or the bad or, you know, uh, we all have good things about our lives, right? And I feel like purpose, like intentionally finding the good about your day or um, your situation is going to be key. Uh, another thing that I think of is being able to have a background of health communication. You know, that definitely contributes to this podcast. I would not know what support, social support is, and that would have not been an episode. Um, so I feel like having that experience has just kind of developed my uh, journey through this all and being able to have that background and to be able to share it with you guys. I think for me, you know, having, being able to go and get my communication degree and my health communication certificate, because, you know, I always talk about being a health communication professional, but technically my degree is in communication as a broader, uh, broader spectrum. So, but I do have that, that extra concentration of health communication. So, that's kind of what I like gear towards whenever, um, you know, we talk about industry, but if, you know, if I didn't have that, I, uh, you know, and if I didn't have a disability, I would have not brought what I did to that experience. Right. Like this having both practical and the, um, educational experience coming together. And I think that that is so incredibly unique. So I, I just, you know, I'm so lucky that I was able to go and do that. And I think that, you know, hindsight's 2020, right? Like if we all, if we look back and we're, you know, at some points in our lives that we may not have liked at the time, I feel like we can all be like, oh, like if this hadn't worked out or if this had worked out or gone the way I thought it would, I would have never been led on to this path. And so that's definitely something that I have learned in the past that being able to, um, look at you know look back at our journeys and really appreciate them is really key and really vital um, and it really does work out for our greater good I think and I really think that you know the lessons that we learn or the trials we go through really put us on the path that we're meant to be on um, and we all have a unique purpose like I know my purpose um, and well and I guess this is Another area, I mean, this wasn't on my post, but I guess I'll just go into it. You know, I know my purpose is kind of to, like, share my light with others. Again, back to the, you know, I feel like my light is, like, all my soft skills or um, my funny and sassy personality, my quick wit. 
Um, so, you know, my joy. Um, so I do feel like my journey is to share that with others. And, you know, that kind of sounds like everyone's journey. Like we're all supposed to like, spread our own light and our own gifts, whatever. But like people, most people are going to do that through like a certain area. And like, I just do it because that's who I am. If that makes sense. Like I'm not going to be a basketball star or a, a TV chef or some high, you know, high ranking CEO or the president of the United States. So like I get to use my skills in everyday life instead of having to rely on, um, the, like certain jobs or like certain experiences or certain, uh, I don't know what I'm looking for, but like, you know, like certain position, you know, like certain positions of authority in order to show my skills, like I get to just show them for like who I, for who I am, if that makes sense. And I think that that's kind of cool. So I think that that's really cool. Um, and the last and the, the last and certainly not least is, uh, remembering that we are su survivors, uh, we did not choose to have a chronic illness. And, um, and I said, honestly, most days, or I said, I can't change who I am. And honestly, or at least on most days, um, I would not want to. So I think that that's really important, again, to recognize what your disability or chronic illness has taught you. Um, I think that is really important and vital to be able to know. And yeah, so those are kind of my thoughts about what, you know, the life lessons of having a disability or chronic illness. I think that, you know, again, we're all kind of put on a path that we're meant for and that shape us for who we are. And again, we can all share experiences, but we're not all going to have the exact same experience. So I think being able to like share our stories and connect with others is going to be really important and vital. And I, um, think that that's just super incredibly important and can help motivate us on the bad days uh but those are kind of my thoughts for this episode and i'm i'm curious to hear you guys is um what kind of life lessons have you guys learned through having a disability or chronic illness or what strengths have you acquired or you know what are some of the positives about having a disability or chronic illness so i think that's going to be the question for this week um that i want you guys to reflect on but i also want you guys to share i'll put up an instagram post um, and I'd be curious to hear what you guys think. Um, and also don't, uh, forget to make sure to let me know if you want to do a, um, disability series for all seven areas of life, or if you want to do individual episodes. Okay. Have a great week.